What's up, guys? It's your girl, Sincerely Denisha here. And it's Sugar underscore Charisma. And you are tuned into the Naked, Naked True Podcast. So, welcome back, guys. This is the episode three of the Naked Truth Podcast. We're super excited to have you guys tuned in. And today we are coming to you live from the Piazza. So, you know, it's going to be a bit of a different background, but we wanted to try something different. So, our guest for today, her name is Killer K. Killer K, can you please introduce yourself, girl? Hey y'all, it's your girl Killer K, aka K the Gay, and I'm here with these two beautiful black queens to speak on the naked truth. A little bit about who I am. I started a YouTube in my sophomore year of college because I have so much to say and so much to do. I thought, why not just bring it to a bigger audience, you know, further than social media. So I'll tag my YouTube in the description below and let's get this started. Yes, yes. Thank you for joining us today. Excited to have you today. Um... Today's topic will be coming from our Love, Love Thyself, Thyself segment. segment. So, um, you know, we are aware that it is Mental Health Awareness Month in May. So we want to make sure we touch on how mental health is so important and just ways to improve that, your mental health. We also want to identify that it's a major problem in our black community. The stigma is very... It's very overlooked. Yeah. Definitely overlooked. I can't find a word. Um, I'm sorry. No, it's fine. It's definitely overlooked in a black community, you know, coming from a black family, myself and you, because we're both beautiful black queens. Um, (laughs) 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 But no, seriously, um, definitely, you know, when you come from a black family and you have mental health issues, your family, you know, uh, most times they're just like, oh, you're crazy or they don't see it as a a bad day. Yeah, they don't see it as a serious thing issue in the black community and you know we just want to touch on it because it is real um depression is real anxiety is real and no it do not only happen to caucasian people so for african-americans and african-american families that live by the stigma that oh it ain't nothing wrong with you girl you just need to take a nap it ain't always like that so um we just want to touch on that um since i'm a psychology major I've studied different classes for different types of mental disorders and illnesses. So I feel like it's very important that we do speak about all those topics in the different topics, not just depression and anxiety. We'll try to research more for you guys so you guys can know warnings and signs to help your family and friends. So let's get into the topic. Absolutely. So first we're going to start off with a definition of mental health that we pulled from mentalhealth.gov. And the definition states, mental health includes our emotional, psychological, and social well-being. It affects how we think, feel, and act. It also helps determine how we handle stress, relate to others, and make choices. Mental health is important at every stage of life, from childhood and adolescent through adulthood. So, um, several factors that can cause mental health are things such as genes or brain chemistry, um, life experiences, such as like trauma, abuse, past experiences that you have. Also, mental health issues can occur if it's in your family history or if you, your family has a history of mental health problems. Just want to we just sure. want to emphasize our community and because emph- it's very overlooked. Absolutely. So to start off today's topic, um, we are going to be giving you guys a few natural ways to improve your mental health 
And these are ways, when we say natural, we mean no medication because we know that a lot of times when people have mental health issues, the first thing they tend to turn to is, oh, I need to see a psychiatrist and, oh, I need to be prescribed something. No, that is not the only way that you can take care of your mental health and your mental well-being. Okay, so I recently wrote an article on mental health um, for Mental Health Awareness Month, and it was um, based on six natural ways to improve your mental health. So you can find that article on methfeeder.com um, under, under Sincerely Denisha if you type my name in, or if you just go to Lifestyle Articles and look it up. You can also find it on SincerelyDenisha.com. It will be in my um, future section. Um, So just to get started, one of the few natural ways to improve your mental health is by talking it out. And what I mean by talking it out is um, talking to a friend or a family member or a co-worker. Just having someone to listen to um, works, even if it's a stranger. You know, um, I've actually had an experience once where I was sitting at a bar and a random guy just came up to me and he kind of just started telling me his problems. And... At the time, I didn't really understand, but at the same sense, it's a way to be able to express your mental health with a complete stranger, someone that won't judge you, someone that doesn't know your background. So I think that talking it out really does help, even if it's someone you absolutely don't know and you guys just hit it off at a bar and you guys are just talking and you just express yourself. You never know what type of advice you could get, but just having an outlet and someone to listen really, really can help. So that's one of the suggestions we have for improving your mental health. And I feel like talking to a stranger is kind of easier for some people because they feel as though they won't be judged opposed to finding somebody that they can trust or somebody that they already know and could confide in. And they feel like, oh, well, they're going to look at me differently and they feel like they can't really put their guard down to explain what they're really going through. Absolutely. And, you know, another thing is when you constantly come to people with your problems, these people that you know, talking to them, sometimes you feel like you can become overbearing and, like, um, they don't want to hear what you have to say because you've said it so many times that you've done nothing about it. So I definitely would say that, you know, talking it out, finding anyone to be open. And you know what? Talking out as well, I'm going to say therapists. There's a difference between psychiatrists and therapists. Psychiatrists you go to to get your meds. Um, but, <laughs> you know, sometimes therapists will, if they think you have a severe issue, they will send you there. But, um, you know, getting a therapist, it is okay to have a therapist. A lot of people feel like, Embarrassed, like oh, especially in a black community, um, we feel like oh, if you got a therapy girl, you cre- if you got a therapist, you're crazy. Like no, you're not. It's okay to have a therapist. We need those outlets. Being African American and just knowing our past, we have a history of struggle, and you know, just having someone to talk to, someone to just you know, be there for us. Be there for you can really help. And understand that it's okay to feel all of your emotions. None of your emotions are ever bad, so don't ever think somebody telling you otherwise is okay because it's not. Absolutely. But the second tip that we have is getting active. So with this tip, I would say exercising. I'm not really a person that exercises too much because I don't like the whole lifting weight. So it's different. (laughs) It's not funny. It's different alternatives. Like some people like going to the gym and exercising, but it's different ways that you can find to break a sweat. You can go for a walk, you can go hiking, go jogging, bike riding, 
different ways that you would do physical activities to break a sweat and work on your mental health. And, you know, another way to exercise, um, if you're not into lifting weights like um, Miss Charisma over here, (laughs) you can can engage in yoga. Yoga is very, very relaxing. And I know... I know she does yoga. Spiritual healing. Yes. Let's align them chakras, girl. Um, it's an active way, but it's a re- more relaxed active way to, you know, just be at peace with yourself and clear your mind of mental health. And get in tune with your body, mind. What about you, Kelly Kay? Are you active? Do you? What are your points on mental health? I'm active, but I'm not overly active. Like, I'll go to the gym whenever I feel the need to if I can't get, like... If I can't get my emotions out through poetry, which is, like, my first way to get all of my anger out if I don't want to talk to anyone. Because, personally, I don't like confiding in other people because I just feel like a burden. It's not that I do feel like that or that they make me feel like that. It's just a personal thing. Like, you want to be there for everyone else, but you don't want everyone else to think that you don't have it all together. So, it's like, if you're giving me advice, how are you giving it? And you're not even put together all the way, so... If poetry doesn't help, then it's definitely going to the gym, or I'll definitely listen to music. Music is my always, my number one go-to. Absolutely. I definitely agree. Um, I can see where you come from with the burden part. I felt like that a lot, um, especially when I'm talking to my friends and I'm consistently telling them my issues. It's like, I feel like a burden. So that's one of the... Some people feel as though that's a weakness. Absolutely. That's one of the things. We're trying to definitely break out. So we hope that you guys can pull from this. The next um, mental health tip we have for you is doing something creative. So I know Kelly Kay talked about um, journaling. Um, That's actually one of my favorite things in writing poetry. Um, For me, when I'm feeling stuffed with all everything in my mind anxiety all that I like to write out my thoughts and just to try to clear my head and, um, and poetry does not have to rhyme poetry oh, can be yes. anything that you're feeling it's, as long as it has a flow and it correlates to it could be freestyle it can be anything Absolutely. as long as you feel it that's the only thing that matters if other people feel it they are an audience that supports what you feel and other types of creative um, ways to improve your mental health is like painting dancing, um, listening to music, singing, like, those are definitely creative ways, you know, one of my favorite things when I'm feeling very overwhelmed, and when I feel like I'm at a peak, I listen to Janae Aiko, like, that is Bay of Life, I love her music, and just, she soothes me, and she soothes my soul, it's like a Pisces speaking to a Pisces, like, oh gosh, fishes love each other. I painting, because I took up painting in my spring semester my freshman year and I've never looked back painting has been a great escape for me and I'm actually going to start selling paintings too so be on the lookout if you want to purchase one yes stay tuned for that I can't paint y'all I took a painting (laughs) course in college and it was definitely a flop it was a flop I painted like two things and this stuff started getting complicated luckily I got out (laughs) that class with a B um Killer K can you speak a little bit about your chart that you created oh yes okay so my my spring semester of my freshman year in college, um, it being my first year in school, I was going through a lot of changes. I was going through a lot of differences that I wasn't used to. I was going through relationship issues. I was having a hard time finding out who to hang out with, what to do with my free time. I really didn't like know what to do. And like my days were on a roller coaster. So when I would come home for breaks, I would have to go see a behavioralist when I went to go for like checkups or whatever. And she basically was asking me about how I was feeling 
for like a long period of time for like three months or six months so I couldn't remember how I felt because who remembers how they feel three months ago or six months ago unless it's is unless it's triggered by something mm. so I was like let me just make a chart of the days that I can keep track of instead of just trying to think of how I felt and not being accurate enough so I started it in my spring semester of my freshman year of college and I've been keeping up with it ever since and my, one of my friends didn't understand what it meant, so I actually explained it to her. She asked me, what does this do for you? I said, basically, what I get from it is just how often I can go through many emotions throughout a span of days. Like with my anxiety being so bad, I kind of use it as a guide to have less bad days and more good ones. I basically try to motivate myself to have better days each month. Plus, my behavioralist keeps track of my six-month six month progress, so I figured I could give her the most accurate feedback by doing that. And ever since then, it's been, like, definitely my homework of life instead of my school homework that I just stress about every day. Wow, that's super dope. Um, that's a dope technique. I actually should tune in. I hope I you think guys I should try it. Yeah, because that'll definitely help you see your bad days and help you want to improve. You know, just seeing your progress definitely will help you progress um but to big piggyback off of something that she stated um it kind of sucks that we only can remember certain things based on trauma mm. yeah. like, like it's hard for, could trigger something, yeah a song and or, it's hard for us to remember those good moments and those good times mm-hmm. three year, three months ago six months ago a year ago but once we remember something bad. It's like, dang, I remember every part it's of like that. It happened yesterday. You Oppo- every yeah, day. opposed to us remembering a good memory. So, I feel like we should find a way to learn how to take those emotions from the good memories, opposed to just the traumatic ones. Absolutely, and definitely another thing I want to take from that is how we often talk about the bad things. We don't talk about the good things that happen. Like, you know, unless it's like shockingly, oh my god, I just got the job of my dreams or something. Yeah. We need to focus on more saying the good things and not talk about like, oh, I was stuck in traffic for hours and things like that. Those are things that you don't even know um, but psychologically they're implanting bad bad vibes and bad energy into your mind. Like, a good thing you should be like, oh, I woke up this morning. Oh, yeah. I was able to move my limbs. Oh, I Absolutely. found $20 outside of the coffee okay. shop. Okay. <laughs> Everything I do, every morning when I wake up Seriously? and my two feet hit the floor from my bed, I say, thank you, God, for waking me up. Thank like you, universe, says, for waking me up. Two feet hit the floor. Another tip that we have for mental health is relax and take a chill pill. So this topic, this tip basically deals with having me time. So that's taking advantage of vacation days at work. Having self-care days, doing facials, relaxing, taking a shower, bath. Mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. Yeah, getting in a spa habit days, all about taking you. care of yourself. If you need to have a glass of wine at the end of the day, do so. So basically, overall, you just need to take this time to refresh and recharge. Get your juices flowing, get your battery charged. Because I know it's kind of hard. Like, for me, if somebody want to go out, I have to mentally prepare my day, myself days in advance before I even get to that day. Like and social batteries are real. They really are. Because it's very hard for me to go out the day of when somebody asks. Because I'm like, do I have enough energy to be around people? I need at least a week to prepare. Exactly. And sometimes even the day of, you don't know what's going to happen. So you just need to take that time to recharge yourself have that me time get yourself back on track definitely and like just to touch on that um you know when you're 
spending that me time with yourself, you're basically unwinding. So I know a lot of the times we go through the day, okay, get up for work, get dressed, do this. We're on robot mode the entire time throughout the day. Taking that one day for self-care, for self-love, for your pampering, your face shoes, just lighting that sage and lighting that Palo Santo. And those candles. And those candles, boo. And cleaning out your room and cleaning out your space is just really, really good, like a really positive way to improve your mental health and relax and take that chill pill that we were talking about. Um, So another natural way to improve your mental health is by reading a self-help book. Now, I am super big on self-help books. Um, I have read a lot on my journey of rediscovering my self-love and self-care and just being all about me and just trying to improve my mental health. So a few of the books I can uh, share with you guys that I've read is What a Time to Be Alive, written by um, Slumflower, and she's the girl from uh, Saggy Boots Matter Movement. So she helped a lot in that book. It's a self-help book just about being alone, like how being alone is not bad, and it just helps and gives you a lot of quotes and a lot of things that you can use on everyday life like I flip back through that book when I'm feeling away and I'm looking at this quote and I'm like yes sis you right another great self-help book you guys can read is actually a poetry book but it definitely helped me um I'm gonna say two poetry books is The Lotus by Amara Morris and um Janae Aiko's Two Fish you know I'm a big fan of Janae but you know, they're just just reading someone else's emotions. You can definitely relate. Like with the Lotus by Maramora, she definitely is very relatable. Um, I'll link everything below, um, Instagrams and all that for you guys. And a great self help book is "You Are the Badass" and "How to Stop Doubting Your Greatness and Start Living an Awesome Life." Um, and this book is written by Jen Sincerio. Sorry if I don't pronounce her name right. Um, but I'll also give links to where you can find that book as well below um but yeah these are definitely books that will definitely help you you know self-help books are definitely helpful for improving your mental health and I just think everyone needs at least one in their bookshelf just for those bad days you know just something to read to just help you unwind and declutter your mind because when you get a chance to read something else and focus on something else you step away from your reality and it actually helps improve your mental health and reduce stress. So, our final natural way to improve your mental health is unplugging. Mm-hmm. So, unplugging deals with, I'll say, electronics, unplugging your phone at the end of the night, I second that, TV, tablet, laptop, whatever you might have, taking that time for yourself. Social media, you can delete your social media for the night. I use time screen before I go to bed, so my phone automatically blocks all my apps out, so I can't log it. I would have to physically log into it just to use it. And she keep logging back in because she knows she don't be Okay. Wow. That's because I'm up, but if I know I'm going to sleep, it automatically <laughs> blocks out my app, so I can't really get into it unless I physically type in the password. Yeah, she an old lady, y'all. She go to bed at 8 o'clock. Yes. Mind your business. <laughs> but... Yeah, just putting your phone down, unwind from social media, that helps you unplug. 
Also, having a TV in your room makes a major difference. My grandmother did not have a TV in my room as a childhood because she said it was a distraction. And although I did want a TV, I did want to be up at all types of hours of the night when I was in elementary school. It did help me get a lot of sleep, and I do regret not getting all of that sleep that I could have gotten as a child because I hate adulthood, and I don't get as much sleep as I used to. And all you want to do is sleep now. I love naps. Yeah, but definitely I agree with unplugging, um, you know, you just have to take that time to take away from social media, social accounts, social networks, like, we are so wrapped up in other people's lives sometimes that that actually worsens our mental health, so just taking that time to just focus on you and unwinding, like, what I like to do is I started this new regimen, self-care regimen, where I will not look at my phone, my phone is on do not disturb after 10 p.m. Okay. So if anyone calls or texts, I will not get it. It's going straight to voicemail because I use that time to meditate and read my books, catch up on sleep, or sip my wine in the tub. Do something creative like writing with a um, bubble bath. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So like I like to unplug and definitely like in the morning. Social media should definitely not be something that you first check when you get up in the morning. You know, you need to take that time to just be thankful to be up. Breathe, even meditate. Meditating in the morning. for the first 10 minutes of your day. That definitely helps. So unplugging is our final tip for you guys. And we we just really, really, really hope that our segment today can really help with your mental health issues and give you um, natural ways to improve your mental health. Everybody stay strong. Talk to your friends and family. Stay black. You are not... (laughs) Alone. You're not alone. You are not alone. You are not alone. I am here with you. With you. you. It's with Uh-oh. you. See, See we you can't even do it. I'm not PMJ. I'm so sorry she just desecrated your song like that. But thank you guys for tuning in. Again, I'm your host, Sincerely Denisha. And it's your girl, underscore Charisma. You already know what it is. It's Killer K, a.k.a. K to K. And you, you are, are tuned, tuned into, into the Naked, Naked True Podcast. Podcast.